Hi everyone, I'm Dave Chapman and you're listening to The Science of Social Media, a weekly podcast from Buffer. Hayley Griffiths is co-hosting with me again today. Hi Hayley. Hi Dave. Hi everyone. Welcome to episode number 189. Let's kick off the show. So over the years, Instagram has changed a lot. And I remember when I first started using it, I would take ages to take just the right photo and then I would edit that photo to within an inch of its life with all the filters and all the photo editing apps I could get my hands on. I have a hunch it wasn't just me. (laughs) I think that you're right. I think a lot of people were doing the same thing. I was definitely using way too many filters and I wound up with some very dark photos. So it's very incredible to look back and see how different Instagram used to be. It certainly evolved. But despite its regular updates and feature releases, are people becoming tired of Instagram? That's the topic we'll be discussing today. Today's question comes from Brittany Zenner, a marketing freelancer based in Berlin. Brittany explains, quote, I feel like I'm getting tired of Instagram and I get the feeling other people are too. Not completely, just that all the aesthetically pleasing content that was popular a year or two ago seems less and less relevant and more stagnant and stale now. What comes next for Instagram? I love this question. Thank you so much, Brittany. To answer this one, I spoke with our head of content here at Buffer, Ash Reed. Hey Ash, thank you so much for joining me today. We've got a great topic to talk through. Hey Dave, thanks for having me on. In today's question, Brittany mentioned feeling tired of Instagram. Is that something that you can relate to? At times, I certainly get tired of the Instagram perfection look. On a personal level, I think like an Instagram post or even a stories post tends to be like proof that you've done something or you're doing something and... I think as a user, that can sometimes create quite a draining experience. When you log in and you see perfect posts from brands and influencers and, you know, your friend's best moments, it's not always a positive experience. Saying all that, you know, like I do really like Instagram, it's probably the social platform I use the most, but I do see how people can at times feel a bit tired of it and maybe not find it a joyful, fun experience. I don't know if you've noticed the same, Dave, but, you know, we're recording this during the COVID-19 pandemic and like over the last couple of weeks, I've noticed a shift in the way my friends have been using Instagram and it seems to have been a place recently for replacing personal interactions. Like I've seen a lot more people using Instagram to create shared experiences, you know, like I've seen push-up challenges where you tag friends like a game face challenge where you send a photo of yourself playing sports, tons more Instagram live streams. And I don't know, it just seems like the last couple of weeks, people have started to use Instagram in in different ways. And I think I'll be curious to see how that sustains or how that changes use moving forwards. I've definitely noticed on my feed that it's not business as usual. In terms of what I'm seeing is that there's a lot of creativity in how people are connecting with each other. It's been really fun and interesting to see. I agree there's an Instagram aesthetic that's emerged and it's getting a bit cliched, right? So we need to see something new. And in the situation that we're in just now, there's definitely a shift. And through that, we're seeing and we're going to see new trends emerging. As a marketer, do you think it's important to monitor these and you know watch what's happening and be thinking about what's next? Definitely. Yeah, I think that's a great question and something that people should always be thinking of. 
I always think of something Andrew Chen said a while back, which is at first something works and then it doesn't. I think that's especially true on social media. What works now isn't guaranteed to work next week or next month. Social media is so fluid, it's always changing. So even if your Instagram strategy is performing well and right now you're hitting all of your targets and achieving your goals, you really need to be thinking about what's next and be prepared for the wave you're riding to die down. Over the coming weeks, we're going to see big shifts in Instagram behavior and the stuff that was working, the business as usual content that brands were posting probably just isn't going to make the cut anymore. In the past, we've talked a lot about new features and how we respond to them, new tools that come out and even new platforms that have been released. And so it feels that what's happening just now is it's the audience and this context that's driving the change in behavior. How can marketers really stay on top of it? Do you have any tips or advice? Yeah, so I think you made a really great point there with the audience driving the change. That's something that's true for a lot of certainly what like Instagram has done and what Facebook does is build for the behaviors that people are seeing naturally. I think like stories is a great example. Snapchat innovated there. It became the hot new thing in social. It was a new way to share a new type of content. And at the same time, like Facebook was seeing original content posted to its platform, like dropping. So people just weren't sharing photos as much. They weren't creating videos. And in some ways, the consumer behavior drove that change. So I think that's a key thing to look at is how are your audience using social, right? And that might not be Instagram. It might be TikTok. So like, what are they doing there? How are they using that? But I think just like looking at consumer behavior is important to staying on top because Largely, platforms will react to consumer behavior rather than the other way around. And I think to stay on top of that, like, yeah, definitely look at your audience. But I also pay attention to people like Matt Navarro on Twitter. You know, there are a few people to follow that are always keeping an eye on platforms and what they're releasing and what they're testing and things like that. So follow Matt. I think pay attention to the rumors, see what people are saying is coming next for platforms, because even unconfirmed stuff probably is a hint to where platforms are going. And from Buffer's perspective, we keep a real close eye on platform blogs and newsrooms. So the Instagram press pages and Facebook newsrooms are kind of on my go-to list of blogs that I check regularly. Great stuff. Okay, so is there anything that you've come across? Anything that you've got sort of a bit of an intuition on or something you've picked up on about what might be coming next for Instagram? There are two areas that I'm thinking about. One, we kind of touched on earlier with the way people have been using Instagram throughout the COVID-19 crisis, and that is shared experiences. So Instagram released a co-watching feature, and that allows groups that are in a direct messaged conversation to check out saved and liked and suggested photos and videos together. It's a way to jump on and chat with your friends and view content together. And I think that's a really interesting thing with small groups sharing experiences and bringing that personal connection to the platform. The second area I'm kind of thinking about is content creation and customization. With this, I kind of mean like ways to use stickers to like remix existing content on the platform and, you know, to try out new ways of customizing your posts. Facebook, maybe the end of last year, announced this new team called the Product Experience Team or New Product Experience Team. And Their goal is to focus on like new ways to build community on Facebook owned platforms. And the way they're doing that is rolling out new apps and experiments. And if they're not successful, they kind of quickly shut them down. And 
looking at what they've launched recently, I think they point in those directions. And they rolled out an app called Whale, which is a meme creation app, which is being tested, I believe, in Canada. And that kind of aligns with that content creation customization angle, enabling the average person to create their own memes and fun additions to their photos. Orcs is another one, which was a social music listening app. Like, I don't think that lasted very long. But when you look at the co-watching feature, that's along the same lines, right? Like, Orcs was an app to listen to music together and chat about it. And then co-watching is a way to look at Instagram content and chat about it in real time. So I think when it comes to what's next for Instagram, paying a lot of attention to Facebook's new product experience team is really important. Touching on the like shared experiences point, we've seen Instagram test out ways to kind of build more close-knit communities through apps like Freds, which is kind of focused on DMs and then also the close friends feature. And I think close friends is a really interesting one for brands. We've seen a company called Things Testing who launched like a $10 a month subscription to be in their close friends. And you would then see custom content that no one else can access to exclusive stuff through being on that close friends list. And there's another company called Circa Houses, which is a um, property site. And they have a secret Instagram feed, which is again, delivered through close friends and is $2 a month to join. And I think that's really interesting for businesses to look at like how you can build niche communities as well as your larger following. This is really fascinating. I'm hearing lots of really interesting themes there. I'll be watching closely to see how things work out over the next few months. I think it's really important to have a a game plan of some sort in these uncertain times, something to focus on and experiment with. I can imagine how brands will be looking at this and wondering how to integrate this, any of this into their strategy. Do you have any suggestions or any advice about that? The first thing that comes to mind is going back to that goal of the Facebook new product experience team. So when they announced the team, they said the goal was to focus on new ways of building community. And I think for marketers, we should be looking at the same thing. How can we use Instagram to build stronger, close-knit communities? You know, the next six to 12 months, they might not be so much about how many people can we reach, but how many people can we build affinity with? How many people can we build close relationships with? And I think there's opportunities to do that through DMs, through like responding and engaging with your comments. And we've seen more like stories, features like the interactive quizzes and questions, like running Q&As and things like that, like ways to encourage your audience to maybe go from passive onlookers to actually engaging with your brand. That feels really important. And I think as well, like when we think about Instagram or when I think about Instagram, I tend to think about feed posts and stories posts, but there's actually big opportunities coming outside of the feed and stories. So everyone's probably seen one of the AR filters, the Disney, which character are you? There's been a lot of those like, you know, which X, Y, and Z are you? And I think those type of filters have probably had their moment, but AR filters are very new and there's going to be, you know, many, many more big hits there. And, you know, even if it's not used by millions, like if a few of your fans use this AR filter and interact with your brand that way, that feels like a big opportunity. I think gift stickers are really cool. Having your gifts appear in relevant keyword searches feels like a real neat and exciting opportunity. And I think like above all, focus on the things that don't change. So platforms always evolve and marketing always changes from like Instagram to Facebook. The platform will change 
what we're talking about here in two years time won't be the same as now, but people don't really change. And the one thing that always works with people is storytelling. And I think storytelling will always be the number one thing in marketing. And it's how brands build relationships with consumers. So all of the stuff I've just mentioned, I think are really, really exciting, interesting opportunities to experiment with your Instagram strategy. But I would say like the number one thing, just focus on the stories you're telling and what you want to put out in the world. Okay, Ash, this has been great. Thank you so much for your time and for answering my questions here. It's been really fun to chat. I always love chatting about Instagram and social media. So thanks for having me on. It's been great. Let's chat soon. It feels like there's a lot to think about when it comes to the future of Instagram. Yeah, definitely. One thing that I'll take away from this episode is that brands should focus on pushing the limits of Instagram to find new ways of building community. And instead of thinking solely about engagement as a whole, looking at some of the smaller touch points like comments, tags of friends and replies to stories. It's also super interesting to see some brands experimenting with paid communities on Instagram. I had not come across that before, and I don't know if it will become a common strategy, but I think it's really neat to signal the power and opportunity that the close friends feature offers to brands. I can definitely see brands putting more focus on content that drives interactions or leads into one-to-one conversations, sort of like the stories questions and CTAs focus on DMs and also any new interactive stickers Instagram may have up its sleeves. Absolutely. I think to sum up the takeaways from your conversation with Ash, I'd say one, think about how you can create a strategy to build a core group of true fans on Instagram. This might look very different from a strategy that helps your brand to reach the masses. Two, don't be afraid to find inspiration away from Instagram and keep half an eye on any experimental apps coming from Facebook for a hint of what's coming next to Instagram. And three, don't be afraid to experiment in order to find your next big opportunity on Instagram. That's a great summary. Thanks, Haley. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Remember, if you'd like us to answer your social media question on the show, tweet us at Buffer for a chance to be featured. We'll be back with a new episode next week. Stay tuned to our feed. (laughs) 